Welcome to episode four of Pussy Empowered Podcast. My name is Alyssa Aparicio. I'm a pussy empowerer and performer. I believe that when you untame your pussy, you access your power. I teach women how to do this with a holistic approach that incorporates mind, body, spirit, and emotion. As promised, I'm going to walk you through different elements of my Pussy Empowered framework in no particular order. So today we're going to talk about an element of the second pillar, which is empower your pussy. This element within the pillar of empower your pussy is called untame your wild hips. This is where my specialty as a performer and movement educator comes in. And also an awareness of the anatomical and postural reality of pussy due to my certification as a yoga line slash fit align posture educator. There's one thing I want to make crystal clear from the get-go. Your hips were not created for consumption. The hips of women are heavily codified and the ways in which you've internalized the meaning and expression of your hips is not accidental. Within your hips lie a whole lot of power. Your hips are the home of your pussy. Within the territory of your hips lie your lower back, your womb, uterus, ovaries, vaginal canal, and could be extended to include externally your labia, clitoris, vulva, and beyond. Is it any wonder that this is the seat of so much shame for so many women? Is it any accident? I think not. In the words of MIA, we were born free. If you watch a child, their mobility and fluidity in their hips is evident. But we've been stuffing our curvaceous, fluid, strong, perfectly comfortable bodies into right angles since at least our first rendezvous with school. I grew up hating chairs, hating desks, and feeling like I was slowly deteriorating in the sitting in of them. And now I feel so damn vindicated to understand that my instincts were correct. Right angles are the devil. Have you ever thought about how they don't appear in nature? I learned that one when studying at the Barcelona's legendary whimsical and earth-respecting architect. It's true, our lower backs are not compatible with right angles. Saying sit up straight is really not helpful when in fact there is a curve in our lower spine that must be honored for spinal health. It is integral in the, hip, in the health of our hips, our psoas, and frankly, our entire bodies. Our sacrum, which is the lowest bone you can feel on your backside, it rests between or below your butt, butt cheeks depending on the shape of your ass. It's a shock absorber and it has a natural tilt that protects our hips and knees and more when we're in motion. Did you know that women are far more likely to get hip and knee replacements and the age for the occurrence of this surgery is getting younger and younger? Women's hips are generally more flex flexible because we naturally have looser ligaments. But flexibility doesn't necessarily equate to health. In fact, range of motion in our hips is not always indicative of hip health. Hypermobility in the hip range, such as that which occurs from being naturally extremely flexible or forcing that flexibility to expand, can often be detrimental. However, there's a middle ground between sitting and overstretching, and generally that middle ground is illuminated by creating deeper listening with your body. There's a whole range of motion available in the hip region that is intentionally restricted. On the one hand, the patriarchy often instills in us that our hips are dangerous, alluring, seductive, distracting, money-making, meant for consumption, etc. 
and that men cannot be held responsible to control themselves around this body part. Well, not only the hips, but we'll stay on topic here. Unfortunately, we internalize these beliefs about our hips. We try to shrink them down when we are walking in public spaces in order to avoid drawing attention to ourselves. Or conversely, we try to enlarge them in order to draw more attention to ourselves. Look, I'm not going to tell you not to do either. We, all, we are all out here trying to function in a world where so often we are damned if you do or damned if you don't from an external perspective. Madonna or whore, right? Look, primarily, our hips are ours. Your hips are yours. My hips are mine. And you have a right to explore this space. You have a right to empower this space. Physically empowering your muscles, your internal organs, and your expression. Furthermore, increasing blood flow and awareness to an area of your body often increases the health of that particular area in your body. You have a right to explore what you enjoy doing with your hips, what makes you comfortable, and what makes you uncomfortable. You get to inhabit your body and come to your own terms about what feels good here. The tools that I've used to awaken my hips have included this postural awareness I'm speaking about, but way before that was through a varied and robust relationship with many dance forms. Firstly, from growing up as Latina in the Bronx with salsa, merengue, bachata in the house and at every family party. And then dancing to reggae, dance hall and reggaeton, grinding with boys before we were interrupted and told to leave space for the Holy Ghost by the cock-blocking nuns of my Catholic school upbringing. And then as an adult, through studying and professionally performing exotic dance, twerking, samba, belly dance and more. Some are in alignment with what I've learned about posture and or postural awareness can be integrated. Some of it I know isn't necessarily good for hip health, but I decide that it's artistically important to me, at least for now. For example, doing a split, really not the best, but I love it and I love the wow factor it brings to a performance. My knowledge around posture has allowed me to teach movement from an awareness that incorporates optimal postural health whenever possible, and awareness when that health is not possible with a particular movement. For example, in my recent course, Sweat Play Twerk, posture was deeply interwoven in the teaching of twerking and how to do so in, inte in integrity with your physiology. Being that hips are the home of pussy, empowering this space is integral in activating pussy power. Within your hips is the ability to create new life, and that goes for creative life as well. Creativity lives in this space. When nurtured and alive and awake, creativity can flow from here with ease. The same can be said for intuition and clarity of desire. The hips are also an emotional center. The psoas, which is considered the bridge between our emotional and physical bodies, lives here. Psoas are often referred to as the fight or flight muscles and contract when we feel stress or other negative emotion according to yoga line and other modalities of body wisdom. Personally, I've recently been very aware of my left psoas after falling on my left hip while hiking, and then a few weeks later being rear-ended while parked and reaching in the back seat for something. Psoas inflammation can often mirror the feeling of stress. When it is stressed, when it is stressed, it often feels inflamed. And when it is inflamed, it often registers as stress. So it was very important for me to nurture this psoas back to homeostasis. And I could feel its effect on my overall sense of self 
and contribution to the feeling of ease or lack thereof. In addition, the pelvic floor stores emotional trauma as well. As women, we are all too familiar with trauma in this space of our bodies, including from experiences like abortion, rape, violating gynecological experiences like IUD placements, painful periods, and aforementioned hip misalignment. When we attune to and awaken this space, we are inviting a whole new level of awareness and thus the opportunity for enriching the health of this area and our relationship with it. You may be familiar with shame that arises when you go to explore your hips, such as sexual shame, shame when you open your legs or when you feel your ass jiggle when you're walking, or maybe even when you're taking a dance class to learn to move your hips, but you feel shy or uncomfortable in that process of learning or unlearning. This shame can be deeply rooted, but far from impossible to heal. And the healing is worth it to come into a place of reverence, respect, awe, alignment with this part of yourself. I relate to this space as the home of my womanhood. Of course, that terminology or gendered reality may not align for you. But regardless of the words you use to describe your understanding of your hips, I invite you to build a relationship with them or reveal one that is currently buried. I hope you've enjoyed this discussion about untaming your wild hips. This will be an integral part of my current offering, Sensual Summer Camp, a four-week course to activate your power. Enrollment is currently open and we begin on August 10th. This will be an intimate exploration, so space is very limited. It's going to be a blast. And if it calls you, I invite you to lean into that calling and explore if it may be just the thing you need to step into the next level of your power. If you want to know more, head to the link in the show notes and don't hesitate to book a free 15-minute discovery call to explore if it's the right fit for you. Thank you for listening today and I'm so excited to get to further this journey with you in my next episode.